0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this next episode of 15 Minutes With. We have been on a short break for the last couple of months, but we are back with a new episode and so happy that you are able to join us for this one. Um, For those that might be new or watching for the first time, 15 Minutes With is a series of short 15-minute conversations With very interesting people about their perspectives on diversity and inclusion. So, without further ado, I am really excited to welcome this episode's guests, uh, my friend and former colleague Roxana. Roxana, over to you if you wanted to introduce yourself to the audience.
1: Hey, thanks, Dina. I'm excited to be. On your on your fifteen minutes with um, I so I'm Roxana I am uh, was born and raised in in Romania in Eastern Europe and I've been living in London for ten years now so I think I now call London my home mm-hmm. um, I'm uh, a director of product at Expedia at Expedia I lead uh, a team of product managers focus on building tools and capabilities to help uh, travelers um, plan their full trips.
0: Thanks, Roxana. So thinking about equality, gender equality, what does it mean to you to to be equal or to have equality?
1: Um, so first, <laughs> a very Simple question in principle, but the answer is uh, is quite complicated. Um, I think to me, it's everyone being treated fairly. Um, Not, it doesn't mean that everyone should be treated the same uh, or that everyone is the same. We all have different needs, different backgrounds. Um, So it's it's, uh, understanding um, how everyone's different. Uh, and uh, uh, making sure that that's accounted for in in all our interactions um, the The way I think about it, I went to an allyship training at Expedia, mm-hmm. and uh, they showed a, a video which is probably being showed at every possible training, corporate training um, of this uh, of this type, and it was um, it was a race, uh, and the race was, imagine like one kilometer. Mm-hmm. um and instead of everyone st- uh, starting at the same line at the back people were starting at different points so some were closer right. to the finish line some were at the very back and then uh everyone had to run to the finish run line and it was so obvious that of course if you're very close to the finish line then you're going to finish first and the way this is so true about um about uh, um, about life and how we all start in, in different points. Yeah, and uh, 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 to get to the same finish line, if that's even the goal, uh, you have to catch up and work twice as hard. Um, and uh, and how people starting really far ahead, um, not that they should slow down, but at least they should become aware. They should be aware that they're really far ahead. Yes, and uh, and try to create these equal opportunities which is which is what i think equality is
0: mhm yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more and, and i think you mentioned a really important point around uh, and i think i've i probably mentioned this in other episodes as well around power and privilege and and who yeah. has that being aware of that and and the responsibility that that carries as well for others who don't have access who don't have opportunities and the awareness that you as a a powerful or privileged person has and uh, the role that you play as an ally to ensure equity and and equality for for everybody so yeah really important point thank you so um, you talked a little bit about what you do at Expedia um and uh in in a in a product role and 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 looking at kind of diversity and inclusion and how generally the corporate world is it is addressing it is you know typically through internal measures, training, initiatives, policies, et cetera. Um, looking at what you do specifically and 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 building products, how do you how do you apply diversity and inclusion or or look at look at that through what you're building in terms of travel products and and your end audience? How does that, how does that thinking come into play for you?
1: It's quite simple in practice I think a product is only as diverse as the team who's building it Mm -hmm. because it's it's as as product people uh, we need to kind of get into the mindset of the consumer and empathize with the consumer and it's it's uh, for that to happen you have to have uh points of view of uh, different and diverse segments and the only way to really have that is to either have different and diverse points of view in your team or make sure you listen to them when you when you build and design a product so uh i think expedia is making an effort to make sure that we have diversity in in the teams um and i think i um what this means for us is that um, when we, and, and that's again with with us, when we are hiring, when we're trying to build a team, when we're trying to uh, make sure there's equal representation, that we do notice that, oh, there isn't any, and we need to do something to, to make it happen. Um, yeah. and And to listen to all these viewpoints in the very early stages of, building a product. So it all right. starts with doing research, doing uh, uh, surveys and questionnaires and creating a prototype, putting it in the lab, showing it to a few people. So uh, all of this means that we are recruiting participants for our surveys, that uh, right. we are recruiting participants for our lab sessions. And, and that's where we need to make sure that the opinions uh, are diverse, that we're not asking the same Kind of person over and over again. Do you do you think this product is great? Does it meet (laughs) your needs? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, and that's that's uh, that's something that needs to happen uh, with when you're designing the survey. So, as as uh, uh, someone who works in product, you work with UX and research. uh, At every step, this needs to be considered. Then, when you're hiring um, in your team uh if you in in i think in in tech uh it's it's uh, um probably less bad than it used to be but uh, um there's uh, there's uh, just more men working in in tech than than yeah. women so oh, yeah. Yeah. uh if uh, if we've assembled a team and and there's uh, five men and no women then you need to ask the question why, why is that and when we interview Next time, and then when we're trying to hire, do we need to just move less fast, give more chances, bring more people in, so yeah. that uh, so that we do have a, a greater pool of candidates, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and are able to to create a, a better and diverse team. Great, thank you. Um, really interesting
0: to hear you know the different uh, steps and processes that that you have in place, and I, and I think again you're absolutely right that. A diverse team it, it starts with you first and the people that you're working with the people that are around you and those inputs those influences and how that can really benefit an end and, and product and, and like you said serving the people that are actually out there which is you know the global population which is which is so diverse and so we have to we have to adapt to to be able to meet that thank you in terms of solutions, which is why I like to focus these, these conversations on, what do, you think, what do you think needs to change to achieve greater equality at work or, or in society at large? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think um, awareness, for on, every, with, this is everyone's job, awareness of uh, where you're lucky, where you have privilege, where things might be yes. harder uh from for someone that's not you recognizing that and and um and and helping where you can is uh, is important i mean, so yes i think uh if we can all do that and uh, as we do our jobs um just have this in mind whenever you're hiring whenever you're uh, assembling a team whenever you're creating a product um, this needs to be top of mind because otherwise it's, it's not going to happen. And I think I've been, I've been lucky to work with some very insp- inspiring women and also uh, very great leaders um, that are asking all these hard questions. I am personally an introvert. So I find it hard to, <laughs> in, a, in a room full of people to, to ask a really hard question, not because I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my job, but because I don't like all the attention on me. <laughs> Right. Um, but we did have a few instances where there were some big initiatives and um, the question was being asked, like, why is there no, uh, no not more uh, representation in the people leading those initiatives?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, I think it's important to kind of either ask the hard question, or if you can't, like me, and support people who are asking them and think yes. um that that person is has been really brave um and is probably terrified right now so you know don't look away uh, support them yeah and, and if you do agree with them which you do because everyone in the room agreed say you agree um and, mm. and make this make this a normal conversation to have
0: yes i i, th- I think that's great and you know it's, it's always hard, hard at first, but I think by taking those steps continuously, it starts to create a culture where it becomes easier to ask yeah. those difficult questions. And like you said, I think, you know, if you don't want to ask those questions yourself, support those who are asking, because nine times out of 10, you are generally in agreement with whatever's being asked or what's being noticed in the room. So yeah, really important points. Thank you. So coming to a close, um, my very last question is nothing to do with gender equality or, or diversity and inclusion. It's uh, just a personal thing of mine where I, I just love to, to know, uh, you know productivity hacks that, that people have. So if there's one thing that you could share with the audience
1: listening about one of your productivity hacks, what, what would that be? Two things. Some things that, uh, one thing that I've been doing um, throughout what, last year and then this year and then one new thing that I'm trying <laughs> so what I've been uh, it's um, um I for me um the the physical environment and and how I feel and how uh well rested I am was kind of a, an afterthought you know work came first and the goals came first mm. and now I now I I I realize that uh, you know I, I'm not in my best. So whenever I have something big coming up, like I know I have to uh run a workshop and it's really important that I'm at my best and creative and able to um and are able to direct what's happening, um I, I try to get some exercise in the morning. Uh then just make sure my I have uh drank plenty of water. I bought a sad lamp because there's not enough light. You know the the little <laughs> yes. um, that I, you know, take a break every hour. That I stand up, I do a few steps. So it's all these little things that add up and and uh, they work. And I and I I didn't notice. Like for example, uh, if I had a big day, I would uh, I would think if I have time in the evening, I'll work out. Whereas now I make that a priority, and I'm just better. Yeah. Um, at, uh, at the thing that I'm actually uh, wanna do good at. Yeah. And one thing that I'm trying is I've read Atomic Habits um, yes. and I'm, I'm a procrastinator. So I always leave things until the, the very last second. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to, um, and I think it's working to do something that uh, uh, is talked about in the, uh, in the book where you reward yourself for good behavior. So let's say I have to, I have to finish this presentation by, by Friday. And usually I would do it Thursday evening or Friday morning uh, and then wake up on Friday morning uh, with anxiety Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then wake up at four and then try to get everything done in a few hours. (laughs) I I, kind of set a plan where you know, Monday I have to have 10%. And if I, you have 10%, then you can, you know treat yourself to a really good uh, laksa soup uh, or something you know and if you don't you're not going to get that and and it's weird how it works because you would think it's too childish and it's not going to work on me but it totally does
0: (laughs) interesting okay yeah i i I love the book as well atomic habits um i'll put the i'll put the link in um in the comments for, for anyone who's interested but yeah great book and lots of uh interesting uh tricks to to trick your mind essentially to to get to do the things that you need to do that we keep putting off i'm the same (laughs) great well thank you so much roxana great conversation and so happy to to have you as part of 15 minutes with thank you for sharing your thoughts and insights and we look forward to speaking with you again soon thanks so
1: much thank you thanks thanks